Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to a PCF podcast. We believe listening to the Word of God will change your life. God bless you as you continue listening to this podcast. Easter, Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. Yes, Easter Sunday. What a what a Sunday. What a, what a day, glorious day that He rose, Wayne. Pastor Andrew was sharing with us on Friday about the cross and how important Jesus is mm. and how we need to be so focused on the cross. And that resonates with me. I want to shake, remind us of a couple of things that he said as we're going on. But Sunday, this is a resurrection Sunday. Now we've been busy over the last couple of weeks talking about seeds and unforgiveness that can get into our hearts. And uh, so I just wanted to pick up from where we left off a little bit, but take it into resurrection Sunday and just show you the link Uh, what God's been showing me. We saw that in Luke chapter 17 in verse 1, that offenses are going to come. Somebody's going to say something. Somebody's going to do something. Something is going to come along that will tick me off, to be honest with you. It's going to make me mad. And what's going to happen is like a sour fruit that, and if I keep on eating and nibbling on it, it's going to go into my heart and it's going to reproduce. But when, so the seed comes into our hearts and grows, and then it develops a root. Mm. And that root turns into bitterness. Here's a scripture for us in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15. Listen to this. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. I love what that scripture says, Wayne. And you read it really slowly. It says, watch out. There's a process. It's a poisonous root. It's not just any Mm. kind of root. It's poisonous. It's bitter, but it grows up. Mm. It's got some life in it and it does troubles you and corrupts other people. That's right. When we tolerate bitterness and unforgiveness in our lives, it sends us down a death road. Mm. Death physically, so our bodies start to get sick and all kinds of diseases Mm. uh, can manifest. Poison, yes, Mm. inside of us. But also emotionally as well, the Mm. pain that it causes. And it can, as Christopher points out, even lead lead us down the line of spiritual death Mm. as well. I went shopping, Claire, and I bought us some watercress, uh, just a simple little salad watercress here. And I just wanted to show you at the bottom, you can see the roots, you can see the seeds, and you can see the stem. Mm. And I took one out just to show you. Have a look how small that little seed is. It's tiny, less than a millimeter thick. Mm -hmm. But look at that long root that it's developed. It's over an inch long, this tiny little root that has been developed. And right on the top there is the fruit, or the edible part. Mmm, quite nice. Bit of a <laughs> bit of a, a peppery taste on this one. Yeah. Uh, very, very nice. I recommend it. What I wanted to show you though is when unforgiveness or hurt or an offense comes into our mm. lives, Claire. Do you know what the best thing is? Nip it out quickly. Mm. Look at this. While it is small, I can just grab it and I'll pull it out like a oh, yeah. I just use two fingers. And it's gone. I go, and, and I just throw it away. There it is, it's gone. <laughs> but okay. if it was becoming like this heavy big oak tree, how do you physically get that? Sm- oh, oh that, my is, that is going to take some effort. I dare you go into the garden and you try and pull out a tree, even if it's a reasonably small one, maybe just a meter high. I tell you, those roots go in and they grab that. So you're not going to get it out. No. So the important thing is I'll attack it while it's small. Don't allow it to get a big root, isn't That's it? That's right. Here's the principle <clears throat> for today's service. Seed always leads to a root being developed, which leads to fruit in our lives. Mm. Now, Claire, there's another biblical principle that I want to bring. Just park this for a moment to the side, and I want to introduce something else, and then I'm going to marry the two together. 
there is the principle we mentioned it a week or two ago of the inverse. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 20 onwards, for several verses, Jesus kept saying these words. He says, you have heard it said, but I say to you. And Jesus would take something that was common and he would flip it. Yeah. He put it on the inverse. And I'm sure you've, you, you remember I mentioned that last week. So here's one, like for instance, the kingdom of God is light, but the world system is Talk. darkness. Okay. Yeah. So when the world says to us, we need to hate our enemies, what does Jesus mm. say? Oh, he tells us to love our enemies, Correct. doesn't he? And what about the, we want to in the world expose people for the things that they do wrong to us? Well, the Bible says we need to cover mm. and protect each other, doesn't it? We do. And sometimes uh, in the world system, we exploit people. And what does the Bible say? We need to bless people. Mm. We don't exploit them. And we don't, in the world, you want to gr have greed and, and take things. That's right. But he says, generously give. That's right. Mm. Total inverse. He yeah. flips it totally. Uh, the world will say, oh, and they, they operate in fear. They're motivated by fear. Mm. But in God's kingdom, we're not motivated by fear. No. See, don't be anxious. We have to have peace in That's our right. hearts, don't we? And when we are anxious in the world system, we're going to have the peace of God. Mm -hmm. And when the Bible says, and or the world says that there's bitterness and unforgiveness, and sometimes we say, I will never forgive that person. They stung me. They hurt me. I will never. And what's the Bible say? Let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> now, now, let's join these two together. We've got the principle of let it go, the inverse, okay? And we've also got the principle of seed, root, and fruit. Mm -hmm. I want to marry them together in one verse. Are you ready for this? Let's go and read Matthew chapter 12 and verse 35. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. In the Passion Translation, it says, When virtue is stored up within, the hearts of good, upright people will produce good fruit. But when evil is hidden within, those who are evil will produce evil fruit. Isn't it interesting when that passion translation which says when virtue is stored up then there's good fruit but uh, when evil is hidden it produces evil. Even if we hide mm. hide evil it will show up as a fruit. You can't hide evil. It will come out. What you plant will come yes. up. So there's the principle in action. The seed we plant in our heart and it produces fruit but it goes in both ways yes. a good person plants good seed in their heart and it produces good fruit mm. but an evil person is going to plant evil fruit uh, seeds get an evil root and get an evil harvest mm. this principle applies now i'm sure you're asking wayne it's Easter Sunday. Yeah. Please, could you give us some Eastery type What does sermon? this got to do with Easter, Wayne? Good Seeds question. And roots and fruit. <laughs> well, listen, Claire, uh, in uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 1, when that offense came mm. and the disciples said, we've got to forgive. And they said, oh, I don't know how to do that. Jesus, you're going to increase my faith. You have to increase because I can't do it myself. The point that I'm trying to make is that if we want to have godly seed, root and fruit, we need to. To have Jesus. Okay. I can't truly forgive 
until I receive yeah. his forgiveness. I can't truly love until I have received his love. I can't truly have peace and faith and joy and generosity without first experiencing that from Jesus himself. Pastor Andrew on Easter Friday morning, he said to this uh, uh, scripture in Galatians 6 verse 14, may I not boast except in the cross of Jesus Christ. Paul was saying, I need Jesus. It reminds me of that saying, all I need is Jesus. Everything has got to be Jesus, 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 because I'm going to live a new life with Jesus. He's the seed that I want. He's the root that I want. And he's the fruit that I want. And initially you think, how is that possible? And Pastor Andrew again gave us another verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. He said this, the message of the cross, cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. How are we going to get good seed, good root, and good fruit? By the power of Jesus. Jesus. It's mm. all about Easter. Easter reverses the whole thing, yeah. flips it on its head, and totally changes the game that we play. Mm. Without Jesus, we can't do anything, Wayne. We can't, can't truly love anybody. We can't truly forgive. No. We do. We need. And he's our perfect example. Yeah. Do you want to sing us that song? <laughs> all I need is Jesus. Not Come today. On, <laughs> <laughs> yes, all we need is Jesus. Now, seed, root, fruit, those three. Did you know that Jesus is our seed, Jesus is the root, and Jesus is also the fruit? Mm -hmm. I wanted to show us something. Look at Galatians chapter 3 and verse 8 and verse 16, and I want to read these to you. Verse 8 says the following. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. And he announced the gospel in advance to Abraham, saying, All nations will be blessed through you. Verse 16. These promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. Scripture does not say, and to seeds, in plural, meaning many people, but, and to you and your seed, meaning one person, who is Christ. Jesus Christ is the seed. You see, when we plant seeds of offense and sin and death, it's going down the wrong road. But when we plant Jesus, the seed in our hearts, it tends towards life. Christ Jesus is the very, very seed. Yes. Seeds, though, Claire, have this, oh, it's a really frustrating thing. For this little seed here that we got, mm. tiny little seed, in order for it to produce a harvest, it first has to die. It does. And that's the hard part. Seeds had to die. You see, my offense, my, my offense put a block, a stumbling block between me and God. And the Bible says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned, all have the stumbling block, all of the people have this offense, and it leads towards death. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages or the price that is to be paid to get rid of the stumbling block is death. So in the one system, I have to die. I've got to be punished for the sin and the stumbling block that I have in my life. But thank God, Jesus comes along as the seed and he inverses it. He inverts the whole thing. In fact, Isaiah 53 verse 5 says that he died on the cross for me because of me, because of my offense. He dies on the cross to replace it for me. Yeah. And he's the inverse just for me. The seed, Jesus, had to die in order for new life to come for a harvest and root and a harvest and a fruit to come. That's right. And I think it's illustrated in, in John 12 quite well, this 
story of when Jesus is now coming in on mm. the donkey. It's what we would call Palm Sunday, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, heading towards uh, and, Passover. Yes, and yeah. they and he is the lamb that's going mm. to be Spot slain. Name, yeah. And they are waving the palm tree, singing Hosanna. And there's people there that are coming in who know about him. It says the Pharisees were there. Greeks were there, people mm. who had heard about Lazarus being raised from the dead. They had heard about Jesus. So they knew about Jesus. They did. And and the Greeks came mm. up to Philip and Andrew and said, we want to see Jesus. And this, is, this was Jesus' answer to them. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies... It produces much grain. And what he was actually talking about himself. That's there, right, he was prophesying about his I am a seed. Mm. I'm going to go and die. But when I die, mm. I will bring much fruit or a harvest. But he had to die. Seed has to die. That mushy stuff mm. has to come off the outside. But we call, we don't die physically when we die to our flesh. It's it's all that outside, yeah. <laughs> like we're talking about, the yeah. offense stuff, have yeah. to go. You see, Claire, when you take seed, I like popcorn seed. Mm. See, because I know what to do with popcorn seed. If you take that seed, as long as you've got it in your hand, you mm. can still do something with it. I can put it in the microwave and can make popcorn. Or if I've got corn or wheat seed, I can crush it down and I can turn it into flour and I can bake, uh, bake bread. So when you've got seed, you can use it. Mm. But for it to multiply, have to die it has, has to, die. to die so you've got to take that seed and plant it in the ground mm. and as you said you think it's all soft and mushy but when it goes all soft and mushy the next phase is for it to sprout a root <laughs> yes and so this little root that you see starts to grow down mm. and take hold and that's a principle we've got to get jesus mm. we've got to put him at the seed jesus in our hearts and that is why he had to die he had to die he had to die as a seed for us so that we could receive him that's right but Jesus isn't just the seed, he is also the root. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to read something very interesting to us. John chapter 15 and verse 5. We know this verse very well. It's all about the vine dresser and Jesus being the, the vine and we are the branches. But I want us to read verse 5 together. Let's read this. John 15 verse 5 says, I am the vine, or in brackets I've put there the root, and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. So there we see again the root and we see a harvest or fruit. But read Romans 11 verse 16. If part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. But if the root is holy, being Jesus, so are the branches, mm. us. So those two verses back each other up. We are the branches. Jesus is the vine or the root. Now, I was doing some research again. I love my research. Okay. And when you had a vine, a grapevine in those days, you would take a root or the, the vine portion. It was only a little stub like this, and it had a root. And this root was specifically developed. It was resistant to drought. Uh, it was hardy. And also, it wasn't susceptible to plagues and pestilences and things like that. And they would plant this root. And the root could actually go down, they tell me, between two to five meters. Meters. Wow. That's the size of your house going down into the ground, the root that could take. And then they would graft in a branch. 
and they would cut the branch and they would join it to the, the root, to the vine, and they would bind it together and join it together. So the branch so survived exclusively on the root being able to feed it. Mm. Jesus was a seed, but now he grows and becomes that root in our lives. And we are engrafted. There's a verse about that, isn't there? There is. In James 1, it talks about that the engrafted word of God is able to save our souls. That's right. The word of God is Jesus. Jesus is the word. When we engraft yes. him into our lives, then um, we produce a good fruit. And you think about some trees when they do engraft to get a, a new fruit. Mm. So they combine like a, a plum and an apricot mm. and they uh, engraft the two trees together and they, they bind them yeah. and then it creates a new fruit. And so when we are bound together with Jesus, engrafted into him, right. into his root, we will produce new fruit. Initially, when we get saved, Claire, that seed inside of us is small. The root mm. is tiny. And we connect this branch and we come with baggage. We mm. do. Let's face it. We have sin in our lives. We have habits in our lives and things. So when we first, you don't notice this great massive change. But as that root takes hold in our lives and gets bigger and stronger, it produces more sap, more life. Yes. And the fruit that we give actually changes from death fruit to life fruit. Right. The life that we produce and the fruit that comes is exclusively due to Jesus and that root. Mm. You see, he is the source of life, not us. Mm. And so that comes out into us and into the fruit that we produce. It's all about Jesus being in our lives and uh, uh, us being attached to him. But Claire, I'm sometimes a little bit stubborn mm -hmm. and I want to do things my way. And you know, I don't know anyone really who doesn't believe in Jesus or God. Everyone, even other false, not false religions, but other religions, they believe that there is a God. Yeah. But it's one thing knowing about God and knowing about Jesus. Yes, that might be a little seed, but the Bible talks here a little bit more. Not just being seed needs a root. You see, even the demons believe. They were there when Jesus was crucified. They were there when Jesus rose from the dead. They were there. Satan and his demons know more about God and Jesus than we do. I tell you, they, they were there and they believe, but they're still going to hell. You see, just because, like Claire said earlier, because you've heard about Jesus, just because you know about him, maybe you're born up in a good Christian family or in a certain denomination, or the, just because your parents knew about Jesus and you know all about it in your head doesn't mean that you're in right standing with Jesus. Yes, Wayne, it makes me think of the story that we were reading earlier of um, John 12, where Jesus is coming into Jerusalem on the donkey and the Greeks are saying to Philip and Andrew, we want to see Jesus. Mm. And he responds by saying, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone, but if it dies, it'll produce much grain. He's talking about himself at the time, mm. but he's also talking to them because he goes on to say, he who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep That's it right. for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, my father will honor he is actually saying to them, really, if you want to see me, you need to travel the same road that I'm going to Golgotha. Mm. You, you're not physically going to die, but your flesh needs to die. Mm. And f 
truly follow me. You were talking about truly knowing, truly loving. Mm. If you want to truly see Jesus and know him, then there's going to be some dying of the flesh. That seed inside of your flesh needs to die. And it it seems almost like a really tough thing to ask, doesn't it? Hard. It's, you, you need to die to, to experience eternal life. It's not physical death. No, it's your flesh death of mm. saying, oh, I love my life more. It's not saying you hate your life. It's like, I don't love my life more than what I love Jesus. So that part of you needs to to mm. die so that you could, it says, so you can be with him. And then to serve him, to mm. serve is a kind of a thing where you have to actually give up your own way. Your agenda. Do you remember what we talked about in grafting that root with the branch? You have to strap it because mm. initially it does not want to do it. It, it wants to away. go its own way. Right. So following him is going to take some effort. It might be a bit hard, but then it says the Father will honor you. So us, mm. we are seed that need to die too. Mm. So in a way... The death that we are living is to subject ourselves and say, I'm going to do it God's way. That's right. You see, I have an opinion about the way things should be done. As I said, mm. I was stubborn. I want to do it my way. I want to I want to be able to enjoy my life this way. Mm. I have decided this is what pleases me. But Jesus is saying, I want you to put his ways above yeah. my ways. So I first have to say, it's not necessarily that saying that everything I do is wrong. Mm. But I could say, Jesus, would you like me to do this? Yeah. Are you wanting me to do that? And so I honor him. I put more value on what his ways are. Mm. It's becoming a follower of Jesus. Mm. We're not talking about just, I know you get saved when you put Jesus in your heart and you accept him. Right, you are saved. Mm. But now the Christian walk isn't just about a once-off experience. Mm. It's becoming a disciple, a follower of mm. Jesus. When you're a Christian, it means often it implies, I've got a lot of head knowledge. I know all about it. But I'm not asking us today to just be Christians. I want to take it another level this Easter. I'm asking us, are we going to be followers of Jesus? Mm. Every single day we're going to say, Lord, what would you like me to do? Mm. I put your more value on what you have to say than on what I have to say. Mm. And that is what it means to be grounded and to have that root in our lives. The seed grows, then it becomes a root in our life. Mm. And then the last thing, Claire, is that root now starts to produce in us fruit. Mm. And that's what is so exciting. It seems hard, but isn't it so glorious when you, the seed dies and then you are strapped onto the the root and you start producing a fruit. What used to be maybe death or mm. ugly stuff coming out, it changes. Your fruitfulness is different. Well, have a look at those scriptures. We read them just a couple of minutes ago. John 15 verse 5, Romans eleven sixteen. I want to read them again, but just mm. slightly different emphasis in the verse. John 15 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Romans eleven sixteen. If the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. And 1 Corinthians 15 20, but now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits to all those who have fallen asleep. When we get saved, when we put that seed of Jesus in our hearts, mm. it grows into a root and he deposits in us 
fruit. This this isn't my fruit. No. As a Christian, I don't go, oh, I've got to bear fruit. Oh, no, you're not passing something. <laughs> it's built into the seed, into yeah. the root. That, and it, I rely on the root to give me the nourishment and the to be able to produce the fruit. Yeah. So it suddenly becomes not about me and my faith and my achievement. It all becomes about Jesus. Mm. The cross is so important. It's all about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Just give me Jesus because I can bear fruit when I'm in Jesus. But what kind of fruit is that way oh, good question well i think the seeds that he puts inside of us is his love mm. his joy his faith his peace his generosity his ability his power his grace and yes. his mercy all of that is put inside of us in seed form Yes. And as we attach and get grafted into the word of God and into Jesus mm-hmm. and we allow the sap of the Holy Spirit to come into our lives, sow those seeds, grow and grow and grow bigger until we produce a mm-hmm. harvest for Jesus. And going back to that scripture where he said, if, if a grain is left alone, it will die. But if it dies, it produces much grain it's like mm. a harvest, isn't it? it so is. it's not just one thing that comes up. There's a harvest. Right. And, and it's the same for Jesus. He died as one seed. M- one mm. seed. Mm. But now you want to share with us the first fruits, how right. he, when he rose from the dead, he was the first fruits of many. many brethren. Yes, Jesus was the first one to die. And because of his death and resurrection, now we too don't have to die because of the inverse yes. and he's coming back to take us to heaven and he's given us all this fruit that's inside of us. Pastor Andrew was saying again, and I'll just remind us, he said uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2, For I determined not to know anything amongst you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. But Paul also said in Philippians 3.10 that I might know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. We have a part to play. He has a part mm. to play. Jesus died in my place, so I don't have to. I don't have the fruit. He does. I have my part to play. What's that? Getting grafted into him. Yes. Stay st- attached to him. I need his life. Jesus is the seed. Jesus is the root. And Jesus is the harvest. And he brings it forth through you and through me. Oh, my goodness. This isn't just a normal Easter. This is an Easter where I have determined to be a follower. I want to ask you a question. Have you invited Jesus into your heart as a seed? Mm. Have you prayed the prayer and just said, Lord Jesus, will you come into my heart? Lord Jesus, I do believe that you are the Son of God. And I do believe that you died for me. Mm. That's how simple it is to get the seed into your heart. Mm. And take it to that next level where you say, you know what, I don't want to just know about Jesus anymore. I don't want to know that, oh, that's the Bible. And yes, he was a good man. No, this is Jesus. And I want to die to myself now. Mm. I want, without a death, there can't be a resurrection and there can't be fruit. Without Jesus' death, there couldn't have been a resurrection. He couldn't have been the first one born again. And Mm. we couldn't have got born again either. So, this is a day for you to choose. Mm. I don't want to just be someone yes. from afar that says, I just want to see him. No, I want to follow him. You might have been in church for 10, 20, 30 years as a Christian. I'm asking you today to make a decision to become a follower mm. and a disciple of Jesus. There's a subtle difference. And we're not talking about getting into heaven so much. I'm asking you this Easter to say, I follow Jesus. And by doing that, you're saying, I'm going to bear fruit. Yes. 
I'm going to be fruitful for Jesus. What a glorious life you can. And you don't have to wait till you get to heaven. You will start to produce the good fruit now because it's what goes in your heart. You will experience and others will experience that too. Come on, Claire, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you that you are the, you sent the seed, Jesus. You are the root, Lord Jesus, Mm. and you help us to bear fruit because without your Holy Spirit, without the sap, without your life that you give us because of the root, we can do nothing. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now that as we make this dedication, as we decide we're following Jesus, we become followers of Jesus, Mm. not just Christians, not just a name, not just head knowledge believing something. We want to actually be doing something. Yes, Lord. We are followers of Jesus. We are disciples. We make up our minds this Easter that we follow Jesus. Mm. And Lord Jesus, I thank you right now for your life. The very power of God, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, that dwells inside of us, will give life to our bodies, be able to produce inside of us the fruit and the harvest for the glory of God we ask. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.